welcome back to Enjoy the Book of Life. We're here with Kristen with our resource review. So again, this is something that you do that helps with your time in the Word, whether it be meditating, memorization, study, reading, anything with the Word of God. So Kristen, share with us, what is your resource for us? Hey, guys. Um, so for me, I'm going to use meditation as the word. Um, I would probably say meditations and declarations. Um, basically just verbalizing what I'm meditating on. So uh, there are so many verses that talk about meditating on the word of God day and night. And this is just like a very practical, kind of obvious thing to do. Or I won't say obvious, but I will say practical. And um, I think about David, a lot of the exhortations to meditate on God are found in the Old Testament. And so I think we meditate on a lot of the New Testament, but I think one kind of, and this is like a side nugget thing to think about is like, well, what did David meditate on? What did he delight in? It was a lot of the Old Testament. It was the mm -hmm. law of God. And so being able to not skip through the Old Testament, because you're like, phew, finally the real God mm -hmm. survived. But really challenging yourself. And I feel like I found so many beautiful truths and just the nature and the heart and the intent and the motive of God in the Old Testament, the more I've known him and the more I've just lived life with him. Um, it's very easy to meditate on the the old, you know, the Old Testament now and to just see like to think about him. You know, David would a lot of his psalms are just his, you know, verbal meditations. He's just externally processing or he's, you know, writing out his processing and he's just thinking about you know, what kind of God is mindful of me? Hmm. You know, just these thoughts. So I think for me, whenever I read the word, I try to slow down and I just try to look at it literally. And I think that's for me, I always tell myself this and tell other people this, do you believe what you just read? Hmm. Then just go back and try to figure it out. You know, do, am I fully convinced? Like how we talked about faith. Am I fully yeah. convinced that this is true? Um, one and number two if it is true what are the implications so to think that um there's i'll read one verse and just kind of use it as an example of how i um meditate and you know bringing it full circle i'm going back to hebrews 11 6 because that's one of my favorite verses so this is um i thought i'd give an example of how i would break it down in one okay, of my good. studies yeah so Hebrews eleven six. I'll read it first. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And then I would just kind of think about that, reread it again a few times. Um, but I think it's so important to read the Bible out loud and to read scripture out loud, to say mm. it, you know. Maybe listen to it, say it, read it, write it, you know, try to find different ways to memorize it and make it stick practically. But I think um, just for like, so just for the sake of grasping it and being convinced by it, I use inflections when I talk, when I'm reading through the scripture. Is that the right word? Yep. Yep. So I'll go, I'll take the second half, for example. Um, it says, for he who comes to God must believe that he is. Okay. For he. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. For he who comes to God. And then I kind of get dramatic too. I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. Like I'll get yep. dramatic. And for he who comes to God, you're like, 
I can come to God. And then when I say something like that, I think of all these other verses where it talks about how Mm -hmm. I can boldly come to his throne. Mm -hmm. I think about other verses that talk about the veil has been torn. And so you can get so much out of just like three words. Um, And I think the more you emphasize and the more you, you like, you are dramatic about it because it is dramatic. So like, I'm not being fake. Like I'm being dramatic because this is dramatic. We can come (laughs) to God. And so, so that part where it says, um, he who comes to God must believe that he is. Well, one one thing on just on your inflection, one of the things we used to do in the Bible study is the word analysis, right? Looking for Mm -hmm. repeated, unexpected, and important words, phrases, and ideas. And this is very often a challenge for Mm. people who are more familiar with the text. Nothing's unexpected, right? Mm Because I've read it Mm -hmm. again. I know what it's going to say. It's going to say the same thing it did last time, right? But just that exercise, as you say it, putting Mm -hmm. the emphasis on different words allows you to see words, not in a different light, but it pulls them into the forefront Mm-hmm. and lets you focus on the context of the verse around that word, which I, I think is great. Yeah, and it kind of slows you down, and it ultimately is just reminding you, like, if this is, tr- if this, and I always kind of ask myself in, like, a kind of grounding way, if is this really the word of God? Like, I believe it is, but sometimes mm-hmm. I just need to get reminded, like, this is the word of God. You know, some people in China are fighting for Bibles because they realize how powerful it is. You yeah. know, they memorize whole books and recite it when they come together because they realize yeah. how important it is. Yeah. And so um, I think we, just, just what we talked about, the transforming power of, mm-hmm. of the word in our lives. And ha- again, we need to see it. You, you see it in these, the lives of these women, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're in these situations where you can vis- visibly see the change and we should s- visibly see the change. Mm-hmm. The only difference is I got saved when I was really young, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, there's no real old Dave to compare it to. But as I become sensitive, like we were talking about, you know, and I've mm-hmm. unconfessed sin and a few hours or a few days later, it's like, oh, there's old Dave, right? I'm mm-hmm. quick tempered. I'm this, 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 right? And it's just a description of the old man in mm-hmm. any of those lists. And it's yeah. like, oh man, you know, it is, it is serious. Um, so yeah. I, I think, um, good, good. Sorry, back to you, what you're saying. No, and to that point, the childlike faith, I mean, it's like for these girls, the reason why I feel like it is so kind of three-dimensional to your point, this they're seeing it and hearing it for the first time. Mm. And so if I'm seeing that I'm drawing the connection, huh, they're so affected by this because they're seeing and hearing it for the first time. So sometimes when I'm praying, I'm like, Lord, let me see this like I'm seeing it for the first time. Like, let me see this like I'm reading it for the first time. Let me not be so, like, so casual with your word. Because if I believe that, like, the word is God, I'm being casual with you. I'm essentially being casual with you. And so even just reading through it fast, I got advice from someone. They said, don't read the Bible so fast. You know, like, why Mm. would you, you don't have to try to see how much tonight you can get done. You know, just 
Um, so just that always, it always comes to mind, like how fast am I reading and why do I think I, Kristen, could possibly grasp everything that this is saying in one swoop? And so I think, um, yeah, just the rereading. And if it takes you a week to really just chew on this verse, so be it. You're a human, you're clay, like you're dust. This is to be expected, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's really for your benefit because you just draw more and more out of it because it's alive. And so um, the inflections is something I do. And like another example, I'll read the second verse of what I do. The second part of the verse, it says, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I kind of talked about this a little bit um, in the in the past. And it's similar. It's like, I'll use inflections. He is a rewarder. Um, sometimes I use the 1828 Webster's Dictionary just to look up some words, just you know, just to, again, make it very practical. He's a rewarder. Even just what is my understanding of a rewarder? You know, just like really breaking it down. Who is a rewarder? And then you look up the ver you look up the word in the dictionary. You see what it says and you go, this is God. You know, like, Lord, this is you. You're a rewarder. That's your heart to reward. You're not a punisher. That's not your heart for your children. You chastise. You don't punish you reward, you know, like this is something that you delight to do. This is something that you want to do. We're not forcing you to. And so just using it as an opportunity to even enter into spontaneous prayer. Um, someone gave me advice. And again, you know, people give you advice over the years of being a Christian and some things just really stick and they just really help you. And one of the pieces of advice it was, was, you know, when you are praying, read the word of God first and then pray. Um, kind of remind yourself what it is that you even should be praying and how the boldness to pray. Well, like you said, you know the will of God. You can boldly pray it now. And so, and it's not just praying his will, like a petition perspective, but when I break these verses down, now I get more of his nature. Mm. You know, some of these verses reveal things about him. So it might not necessarily affect what I'm saying, but it might affect what I'm believing when I say it. So God is not the scary father that I'm used to. You know, if you had a bad relationship with your dad, again, another example with the girls, most of them have. And so mm -hmm. they're now having to try to imagine a father that wouldn't abuse them, that wouldn't yell at them, that wouldn't abandon them. And so when you read a verse like that and says, he's a rewarder, oh, my father, my earthly father never rewarded me. He only punished me. Mm. Like, try to imagine a father that would reward you, that wants to, like, and then, so with that reward, again, we're talking about his nature. And then I might go on a rabbit trail of what's the nature of God? What else does he like to do? Says he's quick and eager to forgive. Like someone who's eager is like, he's, he's wanting to, like, this is something he's waiting to do. Like he's eager to see us forgiven. Okay. This is someone who doesn't want to see me condemned, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just going through a verse like that, I try to take out I use inflections, try to think of other passages of scripture that support it. Um, sometimes I'll write and group, you know, similar verses, similar topics on index cards. And, you know, it's just good to meditate. I mean, this is meditation. Meditation isn't you yeah. sitting in an Indian style on the floor humming. Right. It's, you know, I'm taking a truth that, to your point, I might have taken for granted. And I'm becoming convinced that this is true. This truth is setting me free. This truth is bringing me joy. This truth is 
causing me to know God more. This truth is causing me to love God more, to understand him. Jeremiah 9, where it talks about don't boast in your might and your strength and your riches, boast in knowing him. That's mm. my only boast is to know him. So I can take my time to digest this scripture. That idea of meditation, you were saying it's not this emptying of the mind, right? Mm -hmm. But the, the filling of our mind mm -hmm. and how you're going through, you're, you're putting in different uh, inflections, you're verbalizing it. You said you're writing it down. Um, would any of this like verbalizing, would you do this with other people as yes. well? Look at you yeah. foreshadowing. That is to me, um, that was going to be my next thing. It was like, I, I read it. I read it out loud. I use inflections. I write and I say it to other people. Mm. Um, and I told you, which is kind of funny because it couldn't be embarrassing to some people, but I, I talk to myself. Like I'm the way I'm talking to you right now. Like I know this can probably get weird now. It can go a lot of different <laughs> ways, but I'll just kind of be dialoguing with God in my room or wherever I'm studying. And I'm like, you know, I'm just saying these things out loud because truth be told, like when you talk about something and you try to figure out how to articulate something, it forces you to understand it. So it's like when I'm reading a scripture like this and I'm breaking it down and I'm going, huh, you're a rewarder of those who diligent, diligent, what does diligent mean? To seek you, oh, a diligent search like in Ephesians. And it's like, I'm trying to put myself in the position of like, um, not a teacher, but you know, like I try to sound like one because in order to sound like one, that means I need to know what I'm talking about. So by default, I'm going to look at other verses. I'm going to look up words in the dictionary. I'm going to, and so now my understanding is growing because I'm, I want to know how to articulate it. Mm -hmm. So as I'm articulating it out loud, it's helping me understand it. And I'm getting revelation. Holy Spirit's bringing back memory verses that I've read before. And now I'm getting a complete picture. And, you know, this whole process, I feel like your spirit is being edified. Your faith is growing because you're hearing the word of God. You're saying it out loud. So you're hearing it again. And it's just, it's some spiritual thing that's happening because you just, again, you're meditating, but then to take it a step further, you share it with other people. So now that I've read it, I've said it out loud, I've articulated it kind of out loud um, to help myself understand. Now it's so much easier to encourage people with that, to discuss things with people when they bring um, problems. You can give counsel, you can give biblical counsel, you understand you are understanding and growing your in your understanding of the heart of God, the mind of God, the will of God, the purpose of God, the instruction of God. And just the more you understand it, the easier it is to now explain it to somebody else, encourage somebody else, um, and sometimes correct somebody else if needed. Like if a sister comes to me and she says something that not quite aligning with the word of God man, I'm so, I have such understanding about this passage now. I feel like I have boldness and a little bit more confidence to explain something to her. Or if we decide to have a Bible study and we begin to speak to each other. And I think about the passage where it says, um, speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Mm -hmm. Most of these are derived from the word of God. You know, most of these are just scripture in a song. The psalm is scripture spiritual songs so we're still meditating you know it doesn't stop we're still discussing things with one another and now light bulbs are going off and revelation is coming and now I understand this and oh now something came to my mind that I need to confess and oh now 
I know that I want to go do this. Oh, I have this idea for ministry. Uh, you know, it's like when you're talking about the word of God, it just wakes up things, I think, in your spirit, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, and I think like when you were talking about he's a rewarder, um, in that moment, you like you're saying, sometimes you're making text-to-text connections, right? You're ju- You're thinking about, right, when the Lord Jesus says, if you being evil know how to give mm. good gifts, how much mm-hmm. more your father in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. But then also going with that in prayer, that becomes a praise, right? Mm-hmm. To say, God, thank you for being a rewarder. Mm-hmm. Like that's who you are. Yes. And then like you're saying, you're in one text and um, to turn it into prayer, to see in another text. And it's like, well, I need to go do this. or I need to share this with mm-hmm. so-and-so. And seeing the word of God as it should be, as living mm-hmm. and a part mm-hmm. of us. I like to say in every illustration, every time you see the word of God in pictorial form, like it's the sword for the soldier, right? It's the seed for the farmer. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. water mm-hmm. for washing. And every single time it is um, necessary, yeah. right? It, to have a soldier without a sword, right? Or a farmer without seed, it's always ludicrous. And so yes. for the Christian, it's it's necessary for every mm-hmm. component, but just that there are so many different pictures right? So we need the word. We're spending time in the word. We're meditating and all of a sudden it's a sword, right? Mm -hmm. And we're meditating and and all of a sudden it's seed scattering, Mm. right? And and really how you're saying all these different modes, I don't know if that's the right word, mediums that Mm. that the word of God is being presented is it, it, it's not going to just spontaneously come out of me if mm. I'm not spending time in the word of God to begin with. Yeah, it's sharper than a two-edged sword. Um, what is it? Piercing bone and marrow, discerning the intents of the heart. Mm-hmm. I Thoughts probably got that intense. all yeah. out of order. But yeah, it's just, yeah. if you sit with it long enough, it will do all of that. Mm-hmm. And those are really intense things like piercing discerning you know it's essentially when we say lord search my heart he's like okay read the word mm-hmm. it'll do it <laughs> um you'll find out real quick so yeah. i think and then you know it's not always this thing of like search my heart god to know like what's wrong with me but it's also like let me search the word so i can know who you are mm. what are you like i don't want to have the wrong ideas about you i don't want to have the wrong understanding of you um because the more I know who I'm talking to, the more I know who I belong to, the, it's, it's going to make reading the word of God more exciting, um, more faith building, more enjoyable, um, less of like a task and more of like this adventure, more of like this thing where I'm like, okay, I'm getting more revelation about God. You know, the God who created the heavens and the earth has created access for me. Mm-hmm. And every time I come to this, I'm getting more of him. And there's no such thing as too much. There's no such thing as um, done. So I think um, reading the word of God. Now I will say another practical tip because I I do like to go through the Bible chronologically. Like 
I like the idea of going through the Bible chronologically nonstop. Um, so in the morning, it might be chronological reading, but at night, it might be the slower, chewing, dwelling, abiding kind of reading. Okay, good. Um, now, okay, so a little practical question on that. How do you determine where you're, so you're going chronologically, that's just mm -hmm. the next chapter, right? You've got a reading list for that. For this more meditative type reading, how, how do you determine where you're going to end up? Yeah, so um, I think with the chronological, sometimes it highlights things by default that I want to just spend more time on. So I'm like, very bad about just wanting to stay in this one area but I'm like Kristen keep reading you know like it's a good thing to keep hearing the word of God and saying those same things mm -hmm. over and over again so it's for those places where I want to dwell but I'm like you can do that at night right now I'll just finish the chapter you know right now I'll just get through the book uh -huh. so I'll just bookmark it make a note okay you know Genesis da 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 um how many times do you see the phrase call upon the name of the Lord? So maybe it's a word search tonight, a phrase search calling upon the name of the Lord. That was actually a more recent one, just doing the search. Cause I was starting back over, I think. And I got to the where it says, then man began to call on the name of the Lord. Like we think it's like this one time thing in Romans, Lord save me. Okay. I'm saved. You know, um, they understood it to be like a lifestyle to like, it was almost like a description of the believer. These are people who call on the name of the Lord. Like that's what they do. You know, like it was more like that. And so just um, looking up times in the Bible where it uses that phrase calling upon the name of the Lord, that might be an evening session where I'm like looking that phrase up and seeing all the times it occurs in the Bible and like just brings more depth. You know, you start to really read the Bible like, whoa, it's so it's not shallow at all, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing those connections. So do you keep like a, a running list somewhere um, <laughs> for, for it? Or is it mainly referenced from your morning reading? I kind of have a running list. So okay. one thing I've done in the past and I'm continuing to do this time around chronologically is I have journals set aside to just notable scriptures um for so i felt led to do a study on like the counsel of god just like biblical counsel and so i'm going through genesis and revelation this time to look at all of just basic counsel of god anything i think that could bring counsel to a situation and i'm writing those scriptures down in one color and then the next color i'm giving my thoughts and I'm just like, oh, wow, you know, it says to da, 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 da. Or, you know, just recently being in Kings and seeing how they had counselors and, you know, just so going through the Bible chronologically with a topic this time. And it is like capturing biblical counsel. So writing that verse down, expounding on what I think God is saying about it, what I think about it. And um, again, I'm trying to get through it semi quickly. This one's a little slower maybe than last time, but, you know, cause I'm writing things down and kind of, mm -hmm. but I'll put a little red dash at the top right hand of the corner of that journal. If I want to go back and kind of dwell. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. And um, the things you write down, 
how regularly would you go back if the if you put a little red dash how how regularly are you going to go back and spend time with that specifically yeah i think um it's not hard to find something to meditate on you know like but i think i would look back at it if honestly i was just like huh what's in this journal you know okay. not super deep kind of spontaneous but I guess if it's just like on a certain day where I just want to like spend some time just reading something or spend some time studying something more in depth, I'm like, oh, well, I know where I can go to do that. I can go and see one of the dashes, one of mm -hmm. those pages with a dash. Yeah, recently one of my little Facebook memories popped up and it was like just a little mini devotional I ha had had one day. And I, you know, reread it. I was like, wow, that's good, you know? And that's <laughs> yeah. when, you know, it it's obvious that wasn't David Nicholson's thoughts, you know? Mm. The Spirit revealed something, you know, uh, just typed it up and then revisiting it. And this was just, mm. uh, you know, some people would say via Facebook, but, you know, the, the Spirit <laughs> brought it back up yeah. to mind. And, and how enjoyable that is. Uh, one of the ministries that um, we've been able to do here is grade correspondence, biblical correspondence courses of prisoners in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the courses are very foundational truths. And listening to their responses where they say, you know, oh, it's great that all things become new or I'm a new creation. And to write responses to that, like you can't help but say, you know, that is an amazing truth, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and again, it forces mm. that recollection and the freshness of, of the truths. And I think with sharing it with others, you know, people at different levels, I think when sometimes you're talking about when you're meditating and you're verbalizing certain things, um, sometimes I'll have a thought and I'm, I'm like, is that what that means? Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll share that. This is something I've been meditating on, but I'm not, it hasn't sure. solidified yet. And I'll share that with someone older, mm -hmm. uh, older in the faith. And I'll, I'll be able to share that with them and they'll help me refine it right and yeah. and enjoy the thought even more well other times when i'm talking with newer believers and they found something like that this idea that i'm a new creation and they're so excited about that that lights it up in me mm -hmm. right and so not just saying well there are certain people i share right with, but seeing that the the benefit yes. with others so another question um the things you write in your journals would this be something that you would seek to share with others or or is it something where these things are for me other things are for other people or how do you distinguish mm -hmm. that so um this is actually kind of funny because i i have thought about sort of creating some kind of devotional um, always kind of had it on my heart to do like a women's devotional um, and just kind of giving it away. You know, I think about new believers that I come across or that we get the opportunity to disciple, have Bible studies with. And 
Um, that's kind of why I'm going back through this a second time, my journal, because I'm like, you know, some of this, like you said, and it's not to boast, but it's let's just say that's actually really good. You know, I didn't think I was that sanctified two years ago. So to see it written down and be like, oh, that makes sense. And it's kind of encouraging. Maybe somebody else will find it encouraging. Um, and just to use it, to make it be useful, you know, like let this be for some good, you know, other than for you. And of course, let people who, you know, really know the Lord look at it first. But that's just a thought I had. But to that point, I've been kind of writing it in a way that if someone happens upon this journal, it won't be weird. It won't be like um, just, you know, mindless kind of, yeah, I wonder what Abraham was thinking, you know, when that, you know, but I'm actually writing it in a way that if someone happened upon this, this could actually be helpful. Mm-hmm. and as accurate as possible. And I think the safest way to be accurate is just don't say that much. Um, just saying most of it is just scripture, me writing scripture. And uh, it's not even so much, it's thoughts. It is thoughts in response to it. But a lot of times I'm referencing other verses um, and kind of bringing those verses to this passage and saying, kind of like in this part where this happens, da, 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 da. Um, so it's more so, I think, me just saying like, amen, you know, and bringing other verses from the Bible to support it. Um, Because again, all that is doing is just solidifying my faith in it. It's just saying, Mm -hmm. wow, this is true. Like this is, yeah, I've seen that work. I've seen this be helpful for me in real life. So yeah, I'm kind of, since this one, the focus is on biblical counsel. um, It's been a lot of things that I can give like examples to and say like this verse helps us in this way for example this verse can bring light to a situation like this Mm. Um, it's just basically saying this is why we need to read the bible you know this is why we don't need to lean on our own own understanding or god is not some ancient god that is not relevant now you know if anything we're irrelevant so when you go to the word you can say like oh these, these aren't like ancient things that don't apply like they apply they so they very much apply and so that's kind of what it is good good uh now i don't use a journal i use uh uh, google docs so Mm -hmm. it's kind of the endless Mm -hmm. but i like that because (laughs) i can access it on my phone or my Mm -hmm. computer or you know wherever i am and kind of go back through it and so that's just kind of a fun mm-hmm. little alternative that that i enjoy um any other little tips um let's say you know someone's listening to this say hey i gotta try this out anything that you found uh, just trial and error um that you found this is really helpful you've given us uh, several but any others um colored pens and highlighters so this is one of my Bibles that I um, will use, you know, highlight and things. Yeah. But I use, um, this is something I would tell a new believer. Like if I'm meeting with a girl who just got saved and she wants discipleship and she wants to be really intentional. This is someone I know that I'm going to be meeting up with like once a week, something like this. I would encourage her to get a new Bible, get a Bible that she doesn't mind writing in mm-hmm. and Personally, this has been super helpful for me, and I've been able to share with other people and see it be good for them. But um, I'll have color coordinated like themes, like really basic, nothing crazy. But like for example, like orange might be a a warning or caution, 
Uh, green might be doctrinal truth, something that is we need to build foundation on, um, like things t- talking about salvation and faith in Christ. Um, purple is for me personally, and I would encourage them, have a color that you find your own meaning for, you know, make it more personal. For me, purple is all the attributes and characteristics of God. Hmm. Um, red is um, the words of God or, you know, like, do you know that those that meant- No, no, it's not because the Bible already does that for me. Red is... Um, referencing something from the old testament so a fulfilled prophecy something that's been quoted in psalms deuteronomy something like this um yellow is something that represents like christian characteristics um things that we strive to be like things that we possess as an inheritance um and then i think blue is anything supernatural heavenly um like how you said the whole the the Facebook post was inspired by the spirit. So anything that's just obviously not natural that just sets us apart from the world, like supernatural things, supernatural attribute, attributes of God, miracles, healings, things that talk about heaven, um, just unnatural things. Um, there's a gold pen I use to underline just things that are noteworthy. So that's kind of a free-for-all because I have too many categories. And then lastly, pink is just things I love. Mm-hmm. So this is what I share. I would share with like a new believer to just say, hey, mark up the Bible, one that you obviously want to, don't mind marking up. Yeah. And um, it's also good for just referencing things. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, if I'm flipping through and I see a big block of orange, I'm like, this is a warning, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> or if I see green, a huge block of green, I'm like, this is probably Paul talking about like something doctrinal or mm-hmm. how to, you know, conduct yourselves you know, things like that. When we were in the Bible study and I'd print out the sheet, one of the mm-hmm. reasons I did that was because some pe- a lot of people are, and when you're studying, it's a little bit different, right? You're going to make notes that you don't want to keep and that sort of thing. Yeah. But one of the things I enjoy about when I'm doing my writing is realizing or, or seeing the blank spaces, right? It's like, well, I don't have anything written here. And Mm -hmm. then now I can zoom in on that. Or as you flip through your Bible and you're like, whoa, this book doesn't have any highlights in it, you know, (laughs) or, or this chapter, you know, is missing. What is Mm -hmm. this? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't Mm -hmm. fit all these colors, zoom in and, and, Mm -hmm. and kind of dig in there. So it's almost like a reverse thing, noticing the negative space, Mm -hmm. not negative, but you know what I mean? And, and uh, (laughs) allowing you to, uh, no, see exactly. that as a, a point of attraction for your study as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Lots of good, practical. I really like that emphasis, uh, saying the verse differently, verbalizing uh, with yourself, with others, and then taking the word of God and allowing the spirit to transition it through us into these different forms, whether it be the sword or the seed um mm-hmm. and then some excellent tips as well with the journaling uh through meditation and even into study so thank you so much for that 